Unsung Murder Ballads discusses topics of a graphic nature and in graphic detail and may not be suitable for children under 13. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Unsung Murder Ballads. I think this is episode 29. I'm not 100% Hell sure. Hell yeah. Almost 30. That's right. We're almost middle-aged. <laughs> Oh my God, stop. Oh my God. I'm too close to that. Don't say that to oh me. Oh God, I'm well past that. But I am Janice Dead. And I'm Joyous Dead. All right, so tonight we're going to be discussing the case. Uh, actually, I'm not even going to tell you the name of it, just in case. So I'll, I'll start with our normal little teaser intro. Right, well, you, well, you know that I never know the case. So That's true, but this one actually has a feature film made about it. A, f- a feature an film. actual an actual like movie release so that's oh. why i'm like i'm not going to say the name of it because that's also the name of the film oh okay all right okay so brian barrett was leaving work one night as he had done a hundred times before he had recently been chatting online with a very pretty young woman named jesse and he Doubt was ex- it. and he was excited to see where <laughs> things were going he had met her because a co-worker had met her online and things had taken a bad turn for them, but that had worked in Brian's favor, and he was now getting to know her better. The girl did live out of state, but not so far that they couldn't make things work. Have they met in person? Not yet, but hold on. We, we haven't even gotten to the, 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 this, this part yet. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> so his love life was looking like it was moving in a good direction. Brian got into his car, and then, bam. A gunshot rang out. Whoa. So this is the crazy case of Tall Hot Blonde. Tall Hot Blonde? That's the name of the case? Yes, that's the name. Is, of the is case. that her like username online? Correct. Uh, okay. Okay. So Tall I'm a... Hot Blonde. Yeah, that sounds fucking real. Well, <laughs> this this that the fun I'm I'm laughing, but you we'll get to it. You'll see. It's not exactly what you think. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming that you know what catfishing is. I do know what catfishing is. For all of those that don't know, do you want to explain it or do you want me to explain it? I would love to explain. Go ahead. Explain to our listeners what catfishing is. So a catfish is a person who goes online and poses as a person who they are not. So often it's like a scammer posing as a very hot woman trying to get you to send them photos or not send you photos. Sorry. They'll often send fake photos and then ask you for money or it could be any number of things, but basically a person luring you into something with a false identity. Correct. Perfect. So now one other note I do want to make before we continue is that I usually use the last name of the perpetrators as I discuss the crimes, because I really don't like painting them in a sympathetic light. But in this case, due to changing identities, I am going to use this person's first name because it heavily relates to the fake name. Does that make sense? I'm sure it will. It will. And trust me, it's going to be real obvious as we go. But I just wanted to make sure that our listeners know, because normally I would call this guy Montgomery because that's his last name. But because of the way he does his does his scam here, I want to make sure that you know the difference between him and the person he's pretending to be. That's perfect. All right, cool. Okay. So while online love stories and hookups each start in their own unique way, for Thomas Montgomery, a 46-year-old former Marine 
who worked as a, as a machinist in a factory, life was pretty traditional, pretty standard, pretty boring. He had a wife, two daughters, and even taught Sunday school at his church. That is, that is until he received a simple hello while online from a pretty 18-year-old girl. It, star- it started innocently enough. Thomas Montgomery was in his children's gaming chat room. Let me refer- Let me repeat that. His children's gaming chat room. When, huh. he, when he first received a greeting from tall, hot, blonde. He, huh. felt, he felt flattered that an attractive 18-year-old was interested in connecting with him. Even though he was married, his dull job and generally sexless relationship made this kind of forbidden prospect sound really enticing. Naturally. I mean, right? I mean, yeah, just imagine this boring, mundane life and all of a sudden here's this thing that's put out before you. Yeah, it's not suspicious at all. No, not at all. And in some weird ways, people have speculated it's not a coincidence that he worked in, with children in his church and then he's in this minor's game chat room. I don't necessarily know that he was there with any nefarious purposes initially because I mean, he could have been there trying to monitor. Correct. It could have been any number of reasons. So I don't necessarily think that the initial part was shady, although it does become shady. Mm, As it always does. So, of course, he's turned on by talking to this 18 year old girl and she starts talking to him about like the fact that she's a virgin and kind of needs someone or show her the rope sexually and all this other shit. Right. And he's like, Oh yeah. Get me in there. Yeah. He starts eating it up. Mm -hmm. But he also knew that he couldn't tell her who he really was because he knew she wouldn't go for that. So he figured it wouldn't hurt if he told her that he himself was only 18 buff, like fit Mm -hmm. and, helping the country as a marine (laughs) so he he has a screen name called marine sniper and with this fake new persona marine sniper and tall hot blonde began what he started to see as this epic online romance oh my goodness (laughs) over the next year they talked about love and even marriage while engaging in digital sex (laughs) (laughs) oh nothing no there's never been a love story like tall hot blonde and and marine sniper oh one for the books yeah romeo and juliet eat your heart out right yeah literally (laughs) so thomas had sent a photo of himself from when he was younger and actually in the marines claiming that that was him at that time well that's a decent catfishing scheme right and in this persona thomas started calling himself tommy and that was how jesse knew him you know, as Tommy. So he wrote about how he was over in the Middle East defending the country, etc. And at some point, Thomas actually began thinking of himself as Tommy. Like he was confusing which one of these was the real persona. Interesting. Like he's he's so in character. Yeah, he he's becoming Tommy in this world because that's who he wants to be. Right. So Jesse started sending Thomas sexy packages. We're talking like worn G-string panties and photos and videos of herself. Oh, my. Yeah. So that's very realistic. Okay, I see how he's okay. So here's what bothers me about this, because 
how is Thomas keeping this from his wife? Yeah, that was my first thought. It was like, you're getting sexy packages and your wife's not noticing. So my thing is, I think he works an overnight shift. It's a factory. So I'm thinking that he and his wife aren't working similar shifts. Maybe. And, and maybe he has home. a P.O. box. Maybe. And he does tell her that the address she's mailing this stuff to is a kind of centralized point from the military where they then forward locations to soldiers that are deployed overseas. And it's not a hundred percent wrong because when I was in, when I personally was stationed over in Okinawa, Japan, yes, you sent something to Okinawa, but it still went to a centralized base there. And then it was sorted out and went to all the different bases on Okinawa. Right. That makes sense. So that's what I think he's telling her. Although, I mean, granted, most people don't know anything about the military. So Buffalo, New York probably wouldn't send up a red flag for the average person. Right. It's like, I could would be a be base like, there or something. Yeah, I would be like, there is no Marine Corps anything in Buffalo, New York, except maybe a recruiting station. <laughs> it all started and it's very much an unlikely romance, but it soon turned into an online addiction. Mm. Now, yeah. this next part, I can only attribute to how much Thomas must have actually hated his life because no one should ever do something like this. Oh, my. Thomas began telling people he worked with about his relationship with this teenage girl. Sun bikes. I hate it. <laughs> they literally they all knew he was married. So my uh. guess is they just thought this guy was full of shit. And if you saw him, he's I mean, he's not out of shape, but he's balding and not great. He's not like super attractive and he's got glasses and like they're probably all like, yeah, OK, whatever guy. Yeah, they're probably either like you're lying or you're getting scammed. Yeah, right. And but my other thing is, why risk telling someone that knows you're married that you're even entertaining an extramarital thing? I don't know. I think some people have friends who wouldn't say anything. I guess. But like some people know. suck and have a bunch of friends who also fucking suck. That's true. But I, I don't know. To me, it's just weird. Like, you don't. Yeah, it's risky and stupid for sure. Right. Now, Thomas's wife was aware that something was amiss. And because Thomas was spending so much more time online. Yeah. She knew that their marriage had kind of started fizzling before all this, but he seemed particularly distant as of this point. He wouldn't even get off the computer when she needed to talk to him. Thanks. <laughs> right. So as time went on, Thomas began to feel as if his online relationship with, with Jesse was more real than any other part of his life. He even proposed. Oh, buddy. He even proposed to Jesse and she accepted. She, oh, oh, Lord. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's so it's so fucked up. So they begin planning for for him to travel to West Virginia where they would meet up because that's where she was from. And I'm not 100 percent sure what Thomas was thinking here. Because did he honestly believe Let, let's let's pretend that. This is actually an 18 year old girl. Okay. Did he honestly believing that he was going to, she was going to meet this 40 something year old Thomas and be okay with it? Right. Like he probably thinks, I, I don't know. People can be really fucking delusional. Yeah, I guess. But like, Just, I mean, ugh. is she, is she going to say that? Oh yeah. All these bullshit conversations we've had that made me quote unquote, fall in love with you mattered so much that i don't care that you look nothing like you i thought you did 
Right. Yeah. You've been lying to me the whole time, but come on in. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Idiot. (laughs) So on January 2nd of 2006, he even wrote in like an online journal, Tom Montgomery, 46 years old, ceases to exist and is replaced by 18 year old battle scarred Marine Tommy. Weird. Delusions within delusions. Delulu, baby. (laughs) So this facade would come to a screeching halt when Thomas's family stumbled onto his fake life. It was one of his daughters who found his disturbing chat connection and was so creeped out she went and told her mother. Good girl. So his wife, Cindy, would start kind of looking around and she found a box full of panties and photos. No, that's bad. I don't like that. Not good. No, no, not good. So now, I mean, she was aware of her husband's predilection for lying. I mean, she, she's been married to him. Right. So she contacts Tall Hot Blonde and sent a photo of her family so that this teen would be aware of the truth. Now, this good. photo it's Smart. This photo shows Tom as a middle-aged man that he actually was, not Tommy the Marine that he was pretending to be. Right. And this is smart. Like, if Tall Hoblond was actually Tall Hoblond. Correct. The way she would behave. The way, yeah. Then it would. it's a smart move to just be like, nope, you're talking to an old man. And that would nip it in the bud. One would hope. One would hope. <laughs> so Jesse received Cindy's message and was devastated. She was furious with Thomas and wrote that she felt that he should be in jail for what he did. (gasps) To get revenge, Jesse publicly exposed Thomas in online chat rooms and also came up with more a more fucked up and very interwoven revenge plot. Yeah, she started looking through everyone he interacted with and she found someone she, she basically found someone to talk to that Thomas knew. And she began to pursue a relationship with him to make oh. Tom Thomas jealous and rub it in his face. Oh, my God. So using the same chat rooms, she found his co-worker, Brian Barrett, who was a handsome 22-year-old man. Jesse told Brian all about Thomas calling himself Marine Sniper and how he had tricked her by pretending to be younger and sending these older photos of himself. And basically, Brian exposed Tom's fraud to all his co-workers. Oh, damn. She's getting him. Yeah. Jesse, while he was doing that, Jesse began to continue to expose Tom in all the different chat rooms. So he was like losing respect from everyone in every direction. Damn. She's good at revenge. She's really good at revenge. So despite all of this shit, though, she would still sometimes message Thomas. Wow. She, t- she told them that she missed Tommy and wished that Tommy were real. Oh, that started giving Thomas hope that she could eventually accept the real him, middle aged man and all. Huh? Yeah. But over time, as she continued to fuck with him, his messages to her became increasingly threatening and violent to the point where he actually one time sent her a message that said, Brian will pay in blood. The other <gasps> guy. Jesus. Yeah, right. You'd think that you'd, I don't know, call the police. Right. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> we say that a lot. You would <laughs> Every think. Every time. So unfortunately, 
Thomas would actually deliver on his threat. So when Thomas heard, he overheard Brian gleefully telling co-workers that he was actually going to meet Jesse in person and quote, because this is how men talk, unfortunately, to pop her cherry. Ew. Yeah. Thomas I was, hate men. Yeah, it's so stupid. So Thomas was thrown into a blind rage. So on September 15th, 2006, while Brian was leaving work, Thomas shot him and killed him with a military style rifle. Holy fucking shit, dude. Yeah. The Marine sniper, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that was a little bit true. <laughs> right. So once the report of the murder came in, it didn't take long for police to be able to zero in on Thomas Montgomery as co-workers of both men were completely aware of this online love triangle going on. Right. And so, like in the parking lot of your job. Right. An idiot. idiot My brother idiot, in Christ, idiot. please. <laughs> so police captain Ron Kenyon later said that their first concern was to make sure that Jesse was still alive. Oh, yeah. So when police arrived at Jesse's West Virginia home, her mother, Mary Sheeler, answered the door. Jesse was not injured, nor was she in any distress. Police told Mary that they needed to warn Jesse that one of the men she was talking to online might be on his way to hurt her. Mary told police that her daughter Jesse had no idea who Brian and Thomas even were because it had been Mary the entire time. <gasps> Pretending to be her own fucking daughter. Oh, God, that's nasty. Right? <laughs> Oh, oh my come God. on. Whose panties <laughs> were they? Oh. So for the record, that is my notes down further down. Um, they're not sure if she bought the panties and wore them herself or if she stole them from her daughter's dirty laundry. Oh. Yeah. I just Fucked hope she sent up. them herself. Oh, I, I, can you imagine? But she obviously <laughs> stole like probably stole all those pictures and videos from her daughter oh we're gonna get to this don't oh, you no. worry oh god no help me so as creepy as that is the panty thing is she would wait for times when her daughter was showing even a hint of skin and photograph her without her knowledge to use as her fake persona oh yeah her daughter worked as a lifeguard so like she was basically sending thomas a lot of photos of her daughter in bathing suits. Her own fucking daughter. That is so upsetting. It's oh, so fucking God, unreal. Oh, God, that's gross. I can understand getting a kick out of fucking with some dudes online, especially creepers preying on young girls. But to use your own daughter. You're inviting them to prey on your daughter. Yeah, that's a new level of fucked up. That's horrific. <laughs> Absolutely fucked up. Yeah. Not to mention that this little game of hers got someone killed. Literally. What the actual fucking fuck? <laughs> right? So police did try to hold Mary accountable for some kind of crime, but there was nothing they could charge her with. Right. I, like She did Cat something fucked up, but not illegal. Yeah. Catfishing is not a crime in and of itself unless the person uses copywritten material or commits identity theft. Me when I catfish someone as Mickey Mouse. Right. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> that's so fucking bizarre. 
<laughs> copywritten material <laughs> what yeah no i'm like i i'm in the chat rooms uh convince everybody that i'm wonder woman <laughs> you just quote her lines from the movie <laughs> yes i like i like make an ai bot of gal gadot's oh, voice oh, and then God. i make it say <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. so mary claims she, she did not know or believe that thomas would kill brian Right. I guess that's fair. See, my thing is you'd think she'd be able to be charged for accessory to murder or maybe like, I don't know, negligent manslaughter, but nothing. Maybe. Yeah, I guess like it. they probably had to look at the chat messages. Probably highly depends like what those were saying. Yeah. And I doubt she was encouraging him to do anything because I think that's would be the key point. You yeah, know? very much so. She was probably just like, oh, like, that's weird. Oh, you want to hurt him? That's weird. <laughs> So in her own defense, she claimed that she thought she was trying So basically what she thought she was doing was talking to men that she knew were older, that were in teenage chat rooms, trying to keep them away from other teenagers. Interesting tactic, my friend. <laughs> right. So in some kind of poetic justice, though, Mary's husband did divorce her and okay. her, her daughter moved away and cut ties with her altogether. Good. So she's alone now. Probably good catfishing more idiots. Yeah, I mean, have fun with that. Just don't get anyone killed, Mary. When the police did apprehend Thomas Montgomery for the murder of Brian Barrett, they built up a strong case against him because they did find his DNA at the crime scene in terms of bullet casings and things like that. They did find a family photo that showed him holding the gun he used to shoot Brian. Well, there you go. Montgomery, though, would strike a plea deal and was sentenced to 20 years for murder. Damn. Yeah. And like I said, at the, the opening of this, there's both a documentary and a film about this. One is called Tall Hot Blonde in three regularly spelled words. And one is Tall Hot Blonde as one word, but with only one L on tall for some reason. I think that's how her she was known on the chat thing they were doing. So, yeah. So you can watch something about this if you felt so inclined. Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like I want to watch the feature film. I don't need it. I don't need the realism of a documentary. I can see that. And, and I tried finding them before doing this case, but I was unable to, um, at least without paying for it. So I was like, I'll just wait. <laughs> but yeah, that is the entire case of uh, Tall Hot Blonde. A very short one this week. So I apologize to all the listeners. We are running short because we are planning something very cool for Halloween and we need the extra time to do, you know, extra stuff. But we'll explain that in a couple of weeks to you, I promise. So, yes, you will discover our plans for you. But what's really funny about this is that you figured out very early on that the girl was fake. Yeah. Uh, was it not obvious to you? No, it, it was pretty obvious to me. But when you listen to some other podcasters do it, it's funny how it's not obvious to them. Because huh. the reaction of people who have no idea that twist is coming is really funny. But you saw it right away. I mean, her name is Tall Hot Blonde. No <laughs> Tall Hot Blonde makes that their username. That's true, too. But you didn't see the mother coming, which was awesome. I did not see that coming. I, I thought this was going to be a random persona. Some Although dude. it was yeah. the, the ability to send videos was the part that made me start to think that is there's no way this is actually a real person. Like, but that was what made me suspicious of like, maybe this is an actual teen who's just getting a kick out of this because she's bored. 
especially when because you call you were like well once the truth comes out she's just gonna bail and then i'm like no she's getting this revenge so i think that may have swayed you a little bit as well yes because, it did yeah because i was like huh like because yeah because if that was like some dude fucking with you once he once he's ruined the guy's marriage he's just gonna move on right but and the, i didn't think she would actually be hurt by it right and she shouldn't have been but here right. we are and she wasn't realistically. She was just continuing to fuck with everybody. Right. She was just having fun with it, which is nuts. So. Yeah, it's fucked. But yeah, I'm like, I'm suspicious of any. I mean, first of all, an 18 year old interested in a middle aged man. But then also he was lying. Yeah, he was lying, too, which is the best part. It's two people catfishing each other. It's it's just beautiful. There's symmetry in the universe. Right. And And here's an interesting twist on this. So when I served in the Marine Corps, I was stationed in California. And we all lived in different buildings and the phone numbers for our rooms were based on like the area code we lived in, the building number and our room number. So as long as you knew where someone was, you could call them. You didn't have to look up any directories or anything. Mm -hmm. Every Thursday night in the Marine Corps, at least back then, uh, you had to clean your rooms and they were inspected Friday morning. And if you didn't pass your inspection, you didn't go out for the weekend. So one Thursday night, I'm in my room. I had at this point, I had I didn't have a roommate because the guy I had been rooming with got out of the core and had gone home. And I was kind of waiting for the next person to arrive. So I had this whole room to clean by myself. And my phone rang. And I answered it and it was a girl and she just started shooting the shit with me. Uh And I'm like, and I'm like, do I know you? And she's like, no, I'm from 29 Palms, which is the town outside the base. And I'm like, no, you're not. And I'm like, so I'm asking all these questions. And I'm thinking it's like one of my friends from back here in New England fucking with me. So I was like, all right, if you're really from 29 Palms, what's across the street from this place? And she knew the answer. Huh. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And as I'm talking to her, it turns out she was the teenage daughter of a Marine who had nothing better to do then call a random Marine's phone number to try to, I don't know what, because I, I didn't continue talking to her. No, that's, that's, we don't need that. However, I'm 99.9% sure that once I disconnected that call with her, she just dialed another number. Oh, probably. So that's some scary shit. And yeah. that was, was pre internet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and that same shit now happens in, you know, internet chat rooms. It's it's Everywhere. dangerous. Everywhere. Like the whole joke about sliding into someone's DMs. Yeah, that shit's crazy. It's everywhere. It is. It is. So, yeah. So that random tangent there. But I had to share my experience with something like this. But I was smart enough to not get involved. Especially well, you when. Also, yeah. No, yeah, and weren't trying to with a teenager like yeah. this guy was. But even if she wasn't a teenager, even if she told me she was 25, I would still be like, why are you calling a random dude's phone number? You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't trust it. Yeah. Way to make a guy feel special, huh? Right? Like, hmm. Yeah, it's not like we met at a bar or something. Like, you're just going right. to dial my phone number. You could have gotten anybody. Literally. <laughs> so, but yeah. So thank you guys for joining us this week. We will see you next week. Once again, I am Janice Dead. And I'm Joyous Dead. And we'll see you next week. Bye.